Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rooted in Me podcast. I'm your host, Rhiannon. Listen, so much has changed since the last podcast that I recorded months ago in February. I've gone through lots of life changes. Listen, we've all gone through life changes. Since my last episode has happened, um, I believe COVID-19 has happened, a global pandemic, um, incredible civil rights movements sweeping across our country, lots of false systems um, being brought to light and hopefully taken down. It's an election year. Uh, the list goes on and on. My personal life, I've continued owning a business with my best friend. Um, I have gone through divorce. I have parented. I have gone through uh, run-ins with harsh relationships and addictions and losing people that I thought would be around forever and uh, lots and lots of transformation. And I'll be honest with you guys, I am lying on my back with my feet up the wall in my closet behind two locked and closed doors. I just got out of the bath as <laughs> these podcasts usually are recorded either in the bath or after a bath. I'm lying in my towel and I just started talking out loud to myself. I'm facing the very last weekend of my yoga teacher training for my 300-hour program this weekend, and we have lots of big presentations and projects due this weekend. And yoga is such a vulnerable um, practice. So when you bring a, a project or a presentation or a workshop or a class to yoga, it usually comes from a, a deeply rooted life lesson or inquiry or question or quote or experience or lesson. And especially something that you're, you're trying to really pour your heart into. So my workshop um, is kind of the epitome of what I've been going through this year. And it's called the Modern Wild Woman's Workshop. It's about being a wild woman um, in a modern world and how we can connect to that wild primal uh, woman and, and inner knowing amidst all the chaos, amidst all the titles and labels of being, you know, with a career or with an education or a stay-at-home mom or a wife or a partner or a confidant or a mentor or a friend or a daughter um, and all of these things that we are simultaneously holding together and how we can control or at least attempt to control this balancing act of being all of these things and constantly rotating the hats that we're having to put on and still connecting to the inner self and still knowing that there is a knowing inside of us deep inside of our our bellies and our beings that is constantly nudging us. It's constantly trying to get our attention. It's constantly saying, no, that's not for us. That's not right. This isn't right. Or yes, go for it. This is it. This is this is the right path. And it's always there kind of tugging and pulling us in these directions. And it's a matter of being able to tune in and listen to her. Some people call this voice God. Some people call it higher self. Some people call it an inner knowing. I've called it all of these things. I relate it to all of these things. I think no matter what term you use, it's important to tune in because that's where truth lies. That's where authenticity is, is constantly radiating. That is where the dharmic path lies. That is where our 
purpose is. That is where the answers are to the seasons of our life. So this is what my whole workshop is kind of based around. And a big part of that is peeling back the layers of others' opinions. I feel like I've experienced others' opinions and their and their idea and their perception of me both in a positive light and a negative light or in a healthy way or a non-healthy way. Let's look at the healthy way first. I remember going to this teacher training the beginning of the year in January and I was sitting in a room surrounded by women. Everybody in my teacher training, they're women. And I was sitting and I was looking at everybody and I was listening to everybody share and I was, I felt so inferior. I remember looking around at this room full of brilliant, amazing, educated women and thinking like, I don't belong here. <laughs> like These women know what they're doing, who they are, their confidence levels are through the roof. And I am here and I feel like I don't know anything. Like it was the first time I really felt imposter syndrome about owning a studio, about being a yoga teacher, about leading people on, on this journey to true self. I was just like, yeah, I don't know shit after I was listening to this, these women talk. And I carried that mindset with me through my yoga training for I would say a few months, every time we would get in that circle, every time I would listen to them share, every time they raised their hand and knew the answer and I didn't, I was just like, I don't belong here, that I am there in the inner circle and I'm on the outside looking in like, I don't, I'm not ready for this. And it wasn't until I started teaching in my yoga training that I was getting feedback from my mentors, from my fellow students. And it was like, they were telling me things that like their perception of me was so much higher than I was giving myself. They, their feedback was so much more, you, you know, empowering than anything I would have given myself. They, they saw me as somebody who definitely belonged there and not just belonged there, but could possibly lead there. And they, they re they reiterate it with each, each time I got feedback from somebody, it was just like, whoa, maybe I am in the right place. Maybe this is my circle. Maybe these are my people. Maybe I'm exactly where I belong. And although a part of me always knew that on some linear level, like to really get that, that feedback pushed like into my brain and into my heart and into my inner knowing finally was just like, oh, it was the most empowering confidence building experience I've ever had. And now I have this perspective of like, I don't know everything but I am here giving this shit my all and I am confident in that. I'm confident in, in being a forever student. I am confident in not knowing the answer because that just means that I could keep searching for it and I am in the right spot and I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And so that's when others' perception of me really built me up and broke down these, these lies, these stories that I was telling myself and revealed the truths. Oh, that feels good when that happens. Um, the flip side of having others' opinions bring you down is, and, and still having to fight through the lies and find the truths in that, is I live my life publicly, not, not in the conceited, like I am, uh, I'm so popular. No, that was gross. If I could edit, I would edit that out, but I don't know how to edit. So you guys have to suffer through that with me. 
it's because I feel like when you're being vulnerable and you're telling these truths, it allows other people to connect to you and, and find their own truths. And it just it lets everybody know that we're not all as alone as we seem to think we are in the things that we're feeling. So I say a lot of the things that are hard to go through, that the, the darker times in my life, I, I write about it and I talk about it and I display it through my yoga and through my social media and through my interactions because I want to live with my truths at the forefront. And I remember like going through this divorce and going through everything that's involved with it, like so fucking hard, so hard to like swim your way through and to still stay on your path, even when like the right path is the hardest path. And I remember just like feeling like I was sinking, like I just, I just need somebody. I just need anybody to like help me through this. And lots of people helped in big ways, but I had somebody come in and just like, picked up the luggage that I was carrying on my back that I didn't know was opened and I was dropping all of my shit out you know he was like picking things up for me that I didn't even know I was dropping helped me in these big ways and there was a lot of like "Mm, are you sure you're doing the right thing are you are you sure this is the right thing for you for for everybody in your life like all of a sudden I my inner knowing was getting questioned and naturally when that happens you step back, you take a look, and then you question yourself over and over and over again. Actually, is this the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Over and over and over again. And it wasn't until recently that I realized that sometimes living your truth, actually a lot of the times when you live your truth, you're going to make a lot of people uncomfortable. And that's not something that you need to carry around anymore. That's not the armor that you need to put on and tell yourself that that's the best armor to put on. It's, It's not... And that's why it's so important to figure out how we can tune everybody else's voices out so we can check back in with our own voice. The one that's always tugging, the one that's constantly in there like, hey, actually, you do know your shit. You do know what you're doing. This is the right path. Trust me. And so creating that relationship to myself and to that voice and to God has been, it's been life altering. Because once you free yourself from what other, from trying to control what other people perceive about you, once you stop trying to control that, that's when you become the free woman, the true woman, the free person, the true man. You, you lead with your own light shining forward. And yeah, it's going to make people uncomfortable. It's supposed to. It's supposed to weed out who's no, no longer welcome in our path. It's supposed to free your free yourself of having to hold guilt uh for having boundaries it does so many incredible things for your life's journey and the best thing about it is once you find that liberation you naturally start to shine that light it's like you're a lighthouse in the middle of a dark ocean and other people can find you and see that light and say like how do we get to that how do we become the free person how do we become the free woman the true woman And it all comes back down to going deep, silencing everybody else out, lying on your back in your closet behind two closed doors and just feeling and sinking into that. Now in my workshop, I'm going to talk about how to do that through dance and yoga and meditation, but you don't need those things. Ultimately, my greatest advice to you Mm. my greatest advice to you is stillness. When it's starting to get loud in your outside world, 
the best thing you can do is retreat, find a quiet room, and check in with that inner knowing. Find that voice, even if it's really quiet at first, even if you're unsure if that's the right voice to listen to, stick with it. Get uncomfortable. Feel the feelings that are surrounding you, the voices that are drowning your own voice out. Feel it, hear it, and sink past it. And that's where she is. That's where that, that knowing is, is. It's always right there. The depth of silence. I just read a book. Finished it today. I cried on every page called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. I highly recommend it for anybody and everybody. If you are a parent, a mother, a spouse, a friend, a woman, like, or a woman identifying person, this is the book for you. It is so good. She talks about this Hebrew word called sila, and sila means to pause. It's mentioned something like 74 times in the Hebrew Bible. And the author always puts it in, a, in the scripture because he wants you to pause. The, the idea before the sila is so important that he puts that word in there so you consciously pause and sit with the idea. Let it marinate. Think about it. Rest with it. Don't brush over it. And so when the outside world gets too loud, sila, pause, marinate. Mm. Awesome. It feels so good to check in and do a mini episode. Uh, this was just a quick thought and it was one of those things that I didn't want to forget <laughs> because I definitely would have gotten up off of this floor, gotten dressed and gone about my merry day and I wouldn't have paused long enough to appreciate this thought. So thank you for letting me spit it out into your ears. I love you all. I hope you're doing well. This is a crazy year. (laughs) And may the odds be ever in our favor. God bless. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.